live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. He throws it deep down the sideline. And it is caught. T. Higgins breaks the tackle. He's at the 10, the 5. Touchdown! Bengals! Play action to a roll to his left. Stops. Nobody's open, Joe. He's going to be sacked back in his own territory at the 47-yard line. Two is down. He got body slammed. He got thrown down. And they're coming out right now. Jimmy had time to get rid of it. Instead, he gets thrown down hard, and he's not getting up. I can tell you this. Our five guys are better than they were last September. I think he believes in the guys he's throwing the ball to. You know, and I think we've worked hard to, 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 to create some confidence in what we're doing from a scheme standpoint. We've got excellent players. Um, again, on both sides of the ball, terrific skill. As good as skills we'll see, certainly better. Uh, than what we've seen up to this point in time at receiver. It is go time. It is go time time. It is go, no, go, lock, and load, and love him and leave him, smoke him if you got him, see you when see you, see you on the other side. Time, time. Pow, 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 pow. I don't cheat and I don't lie. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. Friday, September 30. Friday! We did it! T-Row in the morning show time, nose to nose of the weekend. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. Yes, it is, Brent. O-U-T-C-U coming up tomorrow morning. I'm sorry for that listener out there that does not like us referring to them by their names, TJ. Uh, Coach Venables is what I meant by that. We got a big football game. We got a bunch of them. OSU Baylor coming up tomorrow. TU Cincinnati coming up tomorrow at Chapman Stadium. Um, Bengals win the Thursday night game over the Dolphins 27-15. The big story, a scary injury to Tua Tungavaloa uh, as he was motionless on the field for several minutes. He is uh, reportedly doing well this morning at a uh, Cincinnati area hospital. BYU wins over Utah State Thursday night college football last night, 38-26, to and we got a big show. A packed Friday, an OEC Fiber football Friday, as always, as uh, it's our responsibility here on this show to get your college football weekend kicked off. We are the kickers. That's what we are. We kick off the weekend here. Place kickers, that's what we are. Good morning, everybody. TJ, good morning. How are you today? TJ's the punter. Scrambling, uh, running a little bit behind there at the top of the hour. But when you look as good as I look, it's hard to hold these alligators down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Ric Flair. Um, So were we late getting going with the show? Uh, No, no. I I recovered quickly, but I was lost in a uh, little shop of horrors uh, listening to some audio from that movie. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, <laughs> strange. At five something in the morning. I mean, who doesn't listen to theme songs from the movie Little Shop of Horrors? Um, but uh, I scrambled and uh, recovered. Why were quickly. you doing that? Uh, I received an email that I was checking that came in after I went to bed, or I didn't see it until this morning. And it was uh, not necessarily a challenge, but someone Request. saying, hey, can this be done with a commercial spot we want to do? And they, oh. and so it had to do with that, and I started looking into it, and then I lost track of time, and then I looked up and I said, oh, i got to play spots here and start the show. Well, so, let me I'm drop good. some wisdom on you. Braden Willis said this after the game on uh, Saturday night, and I think it applies here, TJ, and I want you to take this. I want you to apply it, okay? He said, you can't unscramble an egg. Hmm. So I want you to take that. Right. And I want you to use it in this situation. I'll use it. I'll use it. I recovered quickly, and I'm fine. I'm good to go now. It's true. It's true, Teach. Once you scramble an egg, you can't unscramble it. I'm trying to think if it is true. What do you mean you're trying to think if it's true? You think you're going to put that thing back in the shell? Hmm. When it's scrambled, it's scrambled, and uh, so you just you've scrambled Challenge it, and now just got it accepted, Braden Willis. <laughs> oh man, Teach! Happy Friday! Happy How's Friday. my best friend today? Other than the the little shop of horrors, I'm uh, you doing okay. Very tired. I've been celebrating horrors. your birthday all week, but uh, yeah. I'll make it through. I'll make it through. What? I've been uh, checking that. Do you have a tracking number? On that gift that you sent me, I haven't seen it show up yet. Um, you get a gift every day from six to nine a.m. when I show up to be with you. That's, so that's true. Your gift. That's a good point you gift. make. <laughs> that is an excellent point you make. <laughs> was your Thursday okay? Um, eh, yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I just all right. I don't want to really get into it. There was some work scrambling going on last night, but more scrambling. It's, it's, you were scrambling this morning. You were scrambling. Nothing to do with little shop of horrors. Had nothing to do with Seymour needing uh, fed. Seymour uh, needing fed. Whatever that guy, that plant's name is. Uh, that's probably oh, a movie you, you got have work not scrambling seen. going on. Yeah, I've never seen Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I figured you probably haven't. No, it's got the word horror in it. I'm not right. going to watch that. That's not scary. It's got Steve Martin and Rick Moranis. It's too risky. It. I mean, it's too fun. risky. It's got the word horror in it. Just too risky. Steve Martin in that? Did I say that? Did I just lie? I know Rick yep. Moranis is in it. Huh. All right. I think Steve Martin's in Steve that. Steve Martin's isn't in it, right? I haven't I seen that thing right. in years. Sounds so. right. I haven't yeah, seen it. So what do I know? Oh no! So you had uh, scrambling last night with uh, the work-related stuff. A little scrambling, little. Uh, we got it all uh, figured out eventually. But, everything's uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Everything's okay. So well, it's uh, a big it's day. Fine. So I need it's you fine. on. I need you on point because no, it's on a point. big day. I'm ready. I'm point. I'm on point. I'm point. Sharp. Now. I need you sharp and on point because uh, it's a big day. Certainly. Not only for this show, but for the rest of the Ref Army. It's a Friday, TJ. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Good morning, Pig. Pig just opened my door and peeked in and then walked away. Um, and we so got a lot to do. Of you waking her every morning at six a.m. Yeah, she's not happy with me. She just gave me that look, you know, that side eye look. Like, really? Would you shut up? <laughs> um, yeah, we got uh, we got uh, we got stuff to do on this show. We got uh, we got our football Friday stuff to do, and then we got Chris Plank is uh, somewhere chocolate shop. Is that where he's the at today? Bedre a chocolates. What a remote that is, ladies and gentlemen. Holy cow. He's at a chocolate shop. 
He's, he's like Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka today. Yeah, they, that may insult Bedre. I don't know, uh, but yeah, he's like Willy Wonka today. Unbelievable. And then we, uh, by the time the show, uh, by the time the day ends, we got Ted Lehman, who will be down in Fort Worth already. That's correct. Yeah. Doing his show today, and then tomorrow we're up and around early, getting after it, and then we got a football game. And uh, so, yeah, I need you on point. I need you sharp today, TJ. Shake out the cobwebs. I'm fresh back from from Ponca. Yeah, I saw you ate at the uh, airport Mexican food last night. Yes, I did. The ref army delivered again, TJ, with a tremendous recommendation last night. I'm ready to say any restaurant at an airport is five-star. Well, I'm not talking about about DFW and Chicago O'Hare. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, A local Muni airport. Uh, there's just something about eating in an airport that makes food better. What is that? Now, did your daughter not enjoy it? Or did she, she get mad it. at you about your abbreviation and your emoji face last night? Because you posted the pic and you put yeah. the, uh... I-Y-K-Y-K. Yes. And then she yeah. just simply commented, no. She, <laughs> so she was sitting on the same side of the table as me when I posted the picture. And I wrote I-Y-K-Y-K. And she goes, no, nah, Dad, how do you know what that means? Like, she was, like, just Oh, okay. That's, I, was, I didn't know if it was she that was like, no, or the, the, Dad, the restaurant. No. How do you know? No, she loved the restaurant. She got tamales. It was great. She was just couldn't believe that I was using the hip lingo, you know, that I was that hip with it. And uh, I, so I said, well, what do you mean? What I, I invented I-Y-K-Y-K. <laughs> I'm the first person to ever come up with I-Y-K-Y-K. So don't get mad at me for using it. All y'all, the rest of y'all are copycats. So I think she was embarrassed that her 49-year-old father was trying to be that cool. So cool. So cool. By putting in I-Y-K-Y-K. I saw it, and I said no, too. So The restaurant was legit. Uh, I got a spicy... Pot roast burrito. Oh, geez. Interesting choice. That's a gamble uh, right there. E, That's not e, your safe traditional uh, like beef enchiladas right, right. or tacos. It's a specialty. Yes. It's a spe- yes. But it said on the menu something to the effect of this is what we're famous for or Ooh, something like okay. that. Okay. So that's why I went with it. Usually I play it right down the middle with a Mexican restaurant and get the enchiladas. And then I can compare enchilada to enchilada. With my Mexican restaurant. It's a baseline comparison, you understand. I understand. But if somebody's going to drop on their menu, this is what we're famous for, then you kind of got to get that, right? And a lot of times, somebody will put, like, this is spicy or whatever on the menu, and then you'll eat it, and I'll be like, yeah, come on. You know, you, you might have waved a red pepper over the top of the dish, but there's nothing in here that's all that hot. This... Burrito, TJ, had me sweating. It was just, whoo. You know when you got to, like, your nose starts to run and everything, something so hot? It was hot. I didn't even finish the whole thing. I had to bring it home and uh, stick it in the fridge. But, no, it is great. It's a great recommendation. Enrique's Ponca City Airport. And then uh, 
and then we came on home. We I unfortunately suffered only our second L of the season oh. last night, TJ. Ow. Ponka got us in three sets last night. But uh, Sissy Baby Bear played out of her mind. But oh, That's uh, good. That's good. Suffered an L. Big now, tournament. Conference tournament today. I got to miss the conference tournament today. Please tell me the Mexican food came after the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That might yeah. be a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of a gamble on the volleyball court. So, oh yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been walking the concourse. Right. <laughs> on the way home. Yeah, I was How mad at you? your post because the uh, what you posted, I said you didn't know until yesterday, and someone had to tell you. So you don't know. You posted it as if you were cool because you knew. I didn't know, but now I do know. <laughs> I didn't know, but now I do know. Now you know. Okay. And if you know, if you know, you know. And I knew. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, at one point I didn't know, but then I did know. And now if you know, you know, and I know. And now you know. So uh, uh, I highly recommend Enrique's. And, and we, it was funny because we showed up and some of the other volleyball parents were there. We didn't talk about it. We just everybody was like, oh, yeah, we heard from somebody. that This is the place to be up here. So. Now, this is north of 40, correct? Yeah, we're almost yeah. in Kansas, yeah, almost Steve. There's Kansas. no chance yeah, you're getting up I'm there. I'm not getting up there. I'll just have to live through you. That's exactly right. You just live through me. We're going someplace tonight. Uh, oh, what's the name of this place tonight? It's got an interesting name down in Fort Worth that somebody picked out for the crew tonight. Let me find this real fast. Uh, Maybe somebody. Lubies. Mm. Golden Corral is what it's called. Hey. Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, Jeez. I have. Tell Mima I said hello if you make it by uh, 4 o'clock. No, it's called, uh, let me know if anybody down there has ever been to this place, uh, Rodeo Goat. Huh, that does. that is a cool name. Doesn't that sound like the most Fort Worth restaurant ever? <laughs> it really does, and I've never, I don't think I've heard of it until you just said it. So It's a burger place, I think. Oh, uh, yes, so- yes, I have heard of this place. It's you've been to, to be- you've- no, but I saw, now that you say that, uh, it's a burger place, and my cousin, someone, posts about it, and they say it's big time. See, I can't post IYKYK, because I don't know. Right. Like the rodeo goat, but you do. Uh, so you hear good things. I've heard good things about that place, now that you, right. you mentioned that, yeah. That's where uh, they're taking the radio crew tonight, so uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. we got to wait till 6.30, though, because we got to wait for Ted to get off his show. Always waiting for oh, Ted. What a bomb. By the way, uh, did you see the picture I posted? Ted went up to the volleyball game last night. Oh, I didn't see that one. I just saw your yeah, he went up to, post. Uh, Twitter. Look at Check out on the, uh, Twitter. I posted a picture. Teddy came to watch uh, Chloe play volleyball last night. It was very nice of him. Appreciated it. 618 in the morning, uh, Friday edition, T-Row in the morning <laughs> show. If you don't have your King of the Mountain picks in yet. <laughs> If you don't have your Al Smith Restaurant Group King of the Mountain picks in yet, uh, send them in now. We got till 9 a.m. this morning to text them, 405-651-3439. There's only about 35 of you left on the mountain. We heard from about half of you yesterday, so the rest of you need to get your picks in today. We've got the Saint Setter. Steely's uncle's going to stop by live. Uh, Brian Estridge was on the show yesterday. The TCU play-by-play guy will replay that interview for you. We're going to hear from Porter Moser this morning. TJ's got three predictions. Pizza Hut, Ref Royal, Rumble, big day. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. 
with two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the morning show on The Ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. They're here for you, helping you all through the Norman and Moore area, South Central Oklahoma's healthcare need provider. You got the Healthplex, the hospital, and uh, much, much more there with Norman Regional. Big thanks to them. So many picture, uh, questions about that picture. I don't know if I should say anything because I don't want to make fun of someone, but one. I don't know that person. Have Not you ever, ever seen, make fun of anybody. Have but. you ever seen, that's the first time I've ever seen a jersey or a jersey. I couldn't tell if that was a jersey. It's a jersey. Or, it is a jersey. Yeah. I've never seen a jersey where they decided, I'm going to just put the full name across the back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not no just going, I'm not just going Calmus. Even with that name, uh, with Rocky's uh-huh. first name, you could go Rocky as the first name and just put it across uh-huh. there. He decides to go, I'm going Rocky Calmus full across yeah. my back. <laughs> There's no space between the no, Rocky and no Calmus space. either. It's just all I'm one just, word. I'm just one word it. It's the only way it's going to fit, but I'm getting Rocky. I want him to know that's the Calmus I'm talking about. So a couple of things. One, confused. I'm sitting, I'm sitting there watching uh, that my daughter's game last night, and this gentleman comes and sits down right in front of me, and I thought, what a gift, what a gift from God. <laughs> and so I snapped the picture and made the post. And uh, I'm obviously the point there is a lot of people get Teddy confused with Rocky Kalmus. I yes. think we all know yes. this. It's been a long running joke on this radio station and beyond for many years. A lot of people think Teddy is Rocky, and they will see him in public and say, I love watching you play at Jinx. That's the point of this. <laughs> Not It has nothing to do with the fact that his head is bald. Right, okay? right. But there were a few people on Twitter who obviously are not privy to the joke who thought I was being extra mean to Teddy yesterday by taking a picture <laughs> of a bald guy. And one guy said... Uh, if you're going to make fun, let me see, let me read this guy's response so I get it right. You'll appreciate this. This is right up your alley. Uh, most people got it. Most people got it and thought it was funny. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, here we go. Scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> Laughing Kevin from The Office never gets old. No, I, I, a, in fact, I was scrolling through a few of those, and that one makes me laugh every time. I don't care what you post it to. Uh, mm-hmm. That Laughing Kevin okay, here we makes go. me laugh. This is from Treb. Uh, roast Ted for being bald. Be ready for him to roast you for being plump. <laughs> would never Thank do that you, with Trev. you. He would stick it up for <laughs> Teddy. We'd never so make fun of your plumpness. No, nobody, no. nobody would ever. No. I love the word plump. <laughs> uh, oh, excellent yeah, post be... on your part. And uh, you. if you know, Thank you, you know. Much. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. I-Y-K-Y-K. Yeah. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Is this uh Huh. This isn't a Carter post, but it started that way. So I almost read it that way. Morning, buddies. Like, it's not even, uh, it doesn't even feel right for me to say those words without uh, doing it in a Carter voice. Good morning. Morning, buddies. Uh, love the show. Tell Toby that I felt bad that my Blue Jays had to whoop his Wildcats last night, but it's always good to beat Piedmont. Ooh, oh, he's talking little, football. Little trash talk last night from the high school football, yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that. I hadn't checked on the score, so uh, I didn't know that was the case. 
Uh, I wonder what the score was. I have to look that up. That's unfortunate. Congratulations to Guthrie on a Thursday night road win last night, it sounds like. Uh, TJ scrambling more than OU quarterbacks in recent years. Scrambling like a toddler that stole his mom's cell phone. <laughs> scrambling might have been the wrong word this morning. I didn't have my spot ready to go when it got to the end of the hour. And I'm like, oh, i got to load that real quick and hit you play. You can't unscramble so, an egg. Yeah, he yeah. was scrambling last night. He's scrambling today. Dwayne and Norman, good morning, Toby and TJ. What's your concern level, 1 to 10, for the TCU game and the rest of the season? Well, I'll answer that. TJ has a TJ's gut segment coming up later today. I'm concerned. So You're concerned him. with my gut. All right. We don't want him to give anything away from his TJ's gut segment a little bit later on. I have, um, hmm, on a scale of 1 to 10, my concern level over this game is at a 7.5. I don't know how you can't be concerned coming off the performance they had last Saturday. Now, do I have confidence they'll bounce back and play better? Yes. But I need to see it. You know what I mean, Tej? Like, need to see it. And I think TCU is a pretty good team. So, seven and a half, is that fair? That's not. I'm not trying to be an alarmist, but I think there's some. I'm concerned about this game. I'm not a ten, but I'm concerned. I think that's fair. No, I think that's fair. They did not play well last week, so you should be concerned. You're going on the road, good team, um, yeah. or at least we think is a good team. Everybody's Maybe still kind a good of team, yeah. even their own. It looks uh, like they might play, be. play uh, voices like a little confused whether where they're at, but uh, uh-huh. looks like they're a good team. So I think that's seven and a half is fair. Now. He also asked, rest of the season, is that lower oh. as you go through here, or are you very well, concerned? Well, let me get past concerned? Saturday, and I'll let you know how concerned <laughs> I am for the rest of the year. Calm down, Dwayne. That's what he's telling you. Uh-huh. Uh, 27 to nothing appears to be the score last night. Ouch! Yeah, shut out. So I'm looking on Max Preps, and it says uh, Broken Arrow and Norman North tied 50-50 to last night. Oh, did it end up tied? See, when I went to bed, North was up. Is that even possible? Of- we don't have overtime in college in high school. Uh, Surely this I, is not. They right. have overtime, but I don't know what the rules are if you end in a tie eventually. But yeah, uh, North was up by like two scores when I went to bed last night. Or yeah, this is kind turned of off the stream. Somebody I let say. us know how the Broken Arrow Norman North game came out last night. Uh, and last one here says uh, T. Row may be plump, but he's my favorite self-proclaimed jar of strawberry jelly with arms and legs. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's exactly what I am. Okay, so here's the plan today, Teach. Uh, next segment, if you did not hear the final hour of the show yesterday, don't worry, we got you. TCU play-by-play guy Brian Estridge joined us. We're going to re-rack that interview for you. Coming up at 7.35 live, Steely's uncle will stop by. TJ, uh, has anybody checked on uncle? Is he okay after last week? I'm hearing some concerning things, so I'm... Uh, you gave a seven and a half your concern level for this game. My concern level for Uncle is about a nine and a half right now from the, some things I've heard. Whew. 720, we will reveal this week's Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble picks. 805 this morning, I will make my three predictions for OUTCU. TJ's gut at 820 this morning. We will also hear from Porter Moser, Sonny Dykes. We got the OUTCU scene setter for you at the end of the show. So, pack show. Send us your text messages with your thoughts on the Sooners and Frogs 
or if you have not yet made your King of the Mountain picks, 405-651-3439. That is our Air Comfort Solutions text line. It is an OEC Fiber Football Friday here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Brian Estridge was born and raised in Kershaw, South Carolina. At the age of 14, he walked in and auditioned for a newspaper radio ad. After a cold reading, he was hired for the job, and the rest is history, ladies and gentlemen. He is now the uh, voice of the TCU Horned Frogs. He has worked with uh, such big names as Newey Scruggs, Randy Galloway, but the heaviest lifting he's ever done is carrying John Denton for the last unknown number of years. We welcome him to the show. Now, this is a treat. We usually don't get to have Brian on our show because he has his own morning radio duties, but he has recently retired from those. So what a thrill. Brian Estridge, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, Brian. The heavy lifting is Denton's ego, of course, uh, but we make it through. Um, it has grown exponentially over the years, um, but that's okay. But we've had to have him on our show for years and years because you've been unavailable. The man uh, has so... never had a microphone he doesn't like. What <laughs> a treat this sure. is. How you doing, man? How's the season I'm doing great, going for man. you? I'm, you know, I'm sitting here uh, in my home office planning a little bit, looking at uh, OU, trying to get ready for this game on Saturday. And I'm, I'm a little, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little perplexed. I, I don't know how good TCU is based on the three games that they've played. And I've watched uh, uh, Oklahoma play, and I'm, I'm not positive, you know, how good Oklahoma I, I'm not sure how anyone, how good anyone in this league is, to be honest with you, Toby. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, you you look across the Big Twelve right now, and it's hard to figure out heads from tails, who's good, who's not good. But uh, uh, it's been a rough week around here, man. We we yeah. uh, you guys aren't used to this, are you? Well, they lost the game, and then yesterday they lost a big recruit, and uh, just kind of things are going south this week. So we got to get something. We need a witch doctor or something to turn this thing around. <laughs> Well, Saturday morning at eleven o'clock. It's uh, you know, it, I think you're going to walk into a great atmosphere. I think you're going to uh, you're you're going to see the TCU fans turn down for this one. I, I think you're going to see a good football team. I think uh, you know TCU's got speed. There's a whole new vibe around the program with Sonny Dykes. You know, you and I talked uh, the other day that we're just we're kind of in the same situation. You know, you got you got a new staff, you got a new coach, you got you got um, a new way of doing business, really. And uh, it's kind of fun. It's it's uh, energizing, if you will, at times. Give me the contrast and comparison personality-wise between Sonny Dykes and uh, Gary Patterson. You know that that's a that's a great question because the only comparison I think you can make is that they're both super competitive. Um, and, and I think every head coach at this level is that right. Uh, they just go about it totally differently. <laughs> you know the. Uh, the uh, the access that Sonny Dykes grants around his program now, uh, the the ability for his players and coaches uh, to to learn and grow and, and and talk in front of the public and meet with people and things of that nature, I, I think is is sort of refreshing. I mean, you know, we kind of been on uh, mar- under martial law for twenty plus years in, in Fort Worth and. <laughs> Uh, that 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 kind of went away, and so you know I think that part has been really refreshing for staff, for media, for fans. Um, I, I think so. In in that regard, it's been it, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. But they they both they both work hard. Uh, 
They just they just work differently, and um, I, I've learned to appreciate. And, and I guess it would probably be different priorities at times too. You know, uh, uh, Sonny finds time, you know, to to pick his kids up from school a couple of days a week. You know, they practice early in the morning at TCU. Uh, last night he took the fraternity presidents to dinner. Uh, you know, at Joe T. Garcia's, which isn't bad, as you know, Tom. That's good. Uh, and yeah. so, you know, I, I think that um, it's just a totally, totally different approach. Can he sing at all? Uh, you know, I, I bet he'll he would say no because he's a super <laughs> humble guy too. That's the other thing that's a little different in that. You know, last week against SMU, uh, TCU wins, uh, and the crowd at the end of the game as they're singing the alma mater and the teams in front of them starts the chant of Sonny. You know, Sonny, Sonny, Sonny. And he's like, no, 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 don't, uh, no. <laughs> he, he he genuinely is uncomfortable with that. You know, he's yeah. no, this is not. It's not about me. This is about the about the players. And this is a guy who's been around it a long time. You know, his dad Spike was a was a legendary coach at Texas Tech, and so th- nothing's too big for him, too. I I found that out, and that's why you know his approach to games like Oklahoma totally different than what we'd gone through in the past. You know, we kind of had this philosophy around here that. Um, uh, the big games will take care of themselves. You have to work to get up for the for the uh, for, for the smaller games, and so because of that, you would see us sometimes at TCU ebb and flow. Uh, you know, and you'd play down the competition. You know, TCU since 2018 hadn't beaten West Virginia or Iowa State um, in, or SMU, and so you were kind of playing your competition a little bit. Uh, whereas Sonny's like, no, every game's the same. You know, there, there's no high, there's no low. This is. Every day, every day's business. So there, there's another difference, I think, that you're seeing. What does this team do best? Do you think? I know we're early in the season, but what yeah. do you feel like is the strength? I think, I think a couple of different things. I think there's. I, I think the speed really kind of levels the playing field in a lot of ways. You know, they're still learning a new scheme defensively. Uh, it's a three-three-five that Joe Gillespie, many of your folks will know from Tulsa, uh, brought over. That that Sonny went out and hired Joe simply because he said his defense gave me the most trouble at SMU. Uh, and so they're, they're learning that new scheme. It's not super complicated. It's, it's not crazy. It's not, you know, you know, Brent's going to show a ton of looks defensively. I know. And, and Joe doesn't, Joe just kind of says, here's what we do. Let's try to be sound at doing it. And I think they'll bring a few more, you know, wrinkles to the table this week, but, uh, cause they, they've been able to be vanilla. So I think that, I think that defense is still kind of a work in progress. I think offensively now, if you, if you look just based on the analytics and I know how you love numbers, man. Uh, the the most explosive offense in college football is in Fort Worth right now, uh, and that's and, and and that's that's a balanced attack of both run and pass with big plays, uh, and right now they lead the country in that. So I, I think this offense under Garrett Riley, Lincoln's little brother, is um, uh, is really ahead of schedule. I think it sort of fits what Max Duggan can do. You know, Max is in back in at quarterback now, and so. I think that uh, in that regard, I think the other thing they're good at is special teams. Got an excellent special teams coordinator, Mark Tomardall, who's been around the block a long time, and you know they've already had a couple of big returns. Jordy Sandy, the punter, I think is going to be an NFL guy. Uh, field goal kicker has been real consistent. I, I think special teams. If you had to, if you had to pin me down right now and say where is the strength, I would tell you that it's going to be that right now. Max Duggan's been uh, sensational. If and when Chandler Morris is good to go again, uh, who's got the job? Do you think? God, well, that's a great question. And then, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the guy's leading the country in in uh, quarterback rating. Which, if you can figure out how to come up with that, let me know. Um, but yeah, 
yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know how you take the guy out. I mean, he's throwing, what, eight touchdown passes, no interceptions. In the two games that he's been in for uh, for uh, Chandler Morris, he's been super efficient, uh, you know, running the football. He's, he's, he's real matured. Team loves him. I, I don't know how you would take him out of the lineup right now. I think it would. I think it's what it's going to end up being is a real luxury for TCU to have two guys like that that can play. You know, the start of the year, they said that both quarterbacks would play. They and really all three. They have a, a package for the third guy too. Uh, and so I, I think that we will go back to that where there will be certain situations where you see a different quarterback out there once Chandler's healthy. He won't be this week though. Uh, it'll be Max Duggan's show this week. What about asked you about strength, and we'll get you out of here on this one. What worries you? Like, what is the unknown, or maybe even the weakness early in the season for this team? Sure, you know, if Oklahoma, with all that girth up front, just decides to pound the football, just says, you know what, we're just going to run it right at them. Uh, I just don't know how that. I don't know how that defense holds up. I'm not saying they won't. I just we haven't seen that. You know, in the three games that they played, Colorado had a little success early on in the game running the ball against TCU. Um, you know, Tarleton was, was uh, undermanned. Uh, SMU, you know, Tanner just wants to throw it all over the yard. Uh, and so I, I, I want to see that. I want to see how they would handle it if a team just said, you know what, we're going to barrel down your throat. We'll see what happens. And so uh, I, I think that would be the one thing that would, uh, would scare TC. I think the other thing is, you know, Oklahoma's so – and you and I talked about this earlier in the week. This, this has not been the case for, for Oklahoma, the, the fast starts. I think TCU can't afford for Oklahoma to get off to one of their legendary fast starts because you take the crowd out of it, and I think TCU's got to have that crowd on Saturday. You're the best, man. Uh, I will see you on Saturday oh, that's, morning. Uh, Thank you very much. Brian Estridge joined us on the show yesterday, does a great job for TCU. Pretty good insight there. Uh, they are eager in Horned Frog land to find out just how good of a football team they've got. They're excited about Sonny Dykes. They're excited about the start to this year. They have have they have some impressive numbers, especially offensively. But they know this is by far the biggest test they've had yet this season. And on the other side, uh, Oklahoma is uh, reeling a bit, bruised. Uh, it's been a rough week. It started with that football game last Saturday. And uh, if this season is going to go in the direction they hope it will, they need it to, they got to win tomorrow. So sets up for a lot of drama. Amon G. Carter Stadium tomorrow morning. Yes, DJ. I, I, I was going to say, Estridge, they're uh, causing a lot of anger to some people that just now are realizing there is a Lincoln Riley connection on the offensive side of the ball down there. And uh, they <laughs> wait just a second. <laughs> they, they went happy Gilmore. You know, I was just trying to get Grandma's house back, but now I've got a new mission: kicking your bleep. Yeah, Garrett Riley is the offensive coordinator, and then. Uh, Malcolm Kelly is the wide receivers coach, and Jamarcus McFarland is the defensive line coach. So, not the several OU connections. I guess you could say Garrett Riley has an OU connection, but uh, yeah, his offense is going to look a lot like his brother's offense. Going to be familiar. Break time. It's close. Forty-seven. Friday morning. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app.
Yeah, TJ. Now you're now you're locked in. Welcome back. <laughs> Nothing but Fort Worth songs the rest of the day, please. Huh. I might be able to pull that off. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, T Row in the morning show. Toby is headed to Fort Worth today. Mm-hmm. He will be down there having uh, in goat the Lander burgers. Chevy Blazer. Don't forget about that. About powered that? by about that. powered by the Lander Chevy Blazer, fueled by Love's Travel Stops. Powered TJ. by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I don't know how that all ties together, but I'm willing. I've said this for years. I'm willing to wear patches on my shirt on game day. If anybody <laughs> out there wants to fork over some big bucks, I'll go NASCAR. Absolutely, you would. Um, let's see. How about driving one of those CF motos down at some point? Now that'd be fun. <laughs> Traffic down there at Paul's Valley, no problem. I'm just going through the ditch. I mean, those things. How fast do you think they go? Oh, some of them, uh, you could drive it legally on streets. I don't know about the highway. I don't know if the speed's uh, fast well, enough for a highway. But but I could go the back way, like through yes. Duncan and Wichita Falls Oh, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely. It's definitely, you could get it. That yeah. would be fun, man. That would be, uh, that would be Is fun. Is that Toby Rowland on a four-wheeler driving to Fort Worth? <laughs> His backpack on? Uh, a lot of texters letting you know uh, north the victor last night in overtime, 57-50. to 50. Boy, I did get a report from Andrew Shepard, a Broken Arrow graduate, that said it was quite a game. Uh, B.A. was down 22 going to the fourth, scored 22 unanswered, got a touchdown and a two-point conversion with 20 seconds left to send it to overtime, and then Norman North won it in overtime, 57-50. Wow. What a game. Wow. Woo! What a uh, game. That's like uh, a Texas Tech-Oklahoma game from back in the day. Uh, you think everybody left depressed from Norman North? <laughs> yes, last night? they were all they were all calling our. Uh, I Norman mean, it's North, a good win, but they're calling I'm our Norman North I mean, post game show uh, uh, just mad at the world. Doesn't feel like a win. Um, Terry and Glenpool is in. He wants a pick in for King of the Mountain, the uh, House Smith Restaurant Group, King of the Mountain. He's going Lions. Well, he sent that. No, he sent it twice today. Okay, so got uh, it. The Detroit Lions. Uh, 44 is a parking lot northbound at Southwest 119th, this texter says. Ooh, be careful, everybody. Uh, uh, be warned. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, traffic update. Man, I wasn't concerned at all, but after listening to this interview, my gut is on high alert. And he's got the little uh, alarm emojis here. Can I give one more traffic update? Yes, please. It is the last day of the month, folks, so if you're driving through Norman, be very careful. Uh, the police department that got to meet their quota true. today. That is not so true. Don't speed. Lies. Got to meet the sit quota Sit on a today. throne of lies. You see Katy Perry out there anywhere, just slow down. Just take it easy till tomorrow at least. You better do that regardless of what the All day right, go is. ahead, Teach. Uh, let's see here. Hey, Toby, came in from California to Cincinnati to watch the football game last night. I ate at, I ate at Skyline Chili. Oh, yeah? Give me a 0 to 10 rating on what you think. Well, I love Skyline. Um, it's controversial. It is. Some people love it. Others hate it. There's really no in-between. It, it for me, is, is – um... I associate it with Cincinnati Reds baseball. And so when you go to a Reds game, you get Skyline Chili. You don't get it anywhere else. You know, I don't, it's like the restaurant, when the restaurant comes to your town, it loses its specialness a little bit. You yes. know, teach. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the same thing yesterday. What were uh, we Jack talking the about box. with the Jack in the Box? Yeah. Um, 
So it's the one place I get it. So if I go to a Reds game, I got to eat Skyline Chili. I love it. I think it's great. I would like if I lived there, would I get it all the time? Probably not. But it's like the, it's what you associate with Cincinnati. So big, it's spaghetti with chili and cheese and onions on it. And TJ, you've had it before. You oh, yeah. liked it. Didn't I liked you? it. I enjoyed uh, Skyline Chili. In fact, we went there while we were in Cincinnati. We went there multiple times. It's definitely not fine cuisine. It is. Oh no, it's fast food it, basically. It is. Uh, just oh man, what do you? How, what is it, Teej? It's, uh, it's a heart attack waiting to happen. That's what it is. A, if you keep eating there, it's good though. It's really it's good. good. It's special. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Dalmatian Mama in Fort Worth would like the Packers. Wonder how many uh, Dal, um, Dalmatian Mama? How many Dalmatians do you have? Curious of that. Well, I'll be in Fort Worth. Maybe I could stop by. See the Dalmatians? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Count them. Uh, if it's like his brothers, the defense just has to survive the first half because a Riley won't make any adjustments after halftime. <laughs> <laughs> TCU Mule Shoe has no connection to OU because he is Weasel Brother bombed the bridge as he and his hair plugs <laughs> went west. Okay, fair enough. Steely's up. Fair enough. Steely's up texting the show early this morning. Go back to bed, Mike. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Last one here this hour. Uh, Jason C. and Oak Mulgee would like the Raiders. All right, very good. Uh, Next hour, we'll hear from Porter Moser, the Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble picks, Steely's Uncle Live, more of your picks coming up. TJ's got three predictions all ahead on today's OEC Fiber Football Friday show. We got OU and TCU tomorrow morning in Fort Worth. We'll be back.